0: this is the garage rock show podcast to those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription thank you if you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the garage rock show to become a monthly supporter and make sure to check us out online at the and give us a follow on facebook at facebook.com slash the garage rock show now on to this week's episode sprite <laughs>
1: Do you do you want the soda?
0: Esa esprita. Essa <laughs> esprita. Yeah, can I get a sprite? Esa esprita. <laughs> Esta esprita.
2: Should order it like that. See what she does.
0: See, can I get just one. quiet uh,
3: on, on, on. What is like
1: doctor in Spanish?
2: I yeah? didn't quit smoking. I just haven't smoked in a, several days. As
0: hey, you can tell job. by her irritability. <laughs> Good job because... I'm
2: not quitting smoking. I'm just not smoking right now.
1: Got it. Sounds like you need Be, a smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Go have a
0: smoke. All right. Because, because I got,
1: got this horse shit have in my a, mouth. And smoke. believe me, at work, you know, if I don't have it for about six hours, I'll talk about volatility.
0: Let's get it rolling. It's Friday. It's another episode of The Garage tonight. Make sure you check us out at thegaragerockshow.com. We got all of our uh, links up there for however you get your podcasts. And make sure you tune into to our uh, music episode tomorrow night, 105.7 FM and 1660 AM. It's Chris here as well as Dahlia.
2: What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners?
0: Our special guest this week, Aaron, what's up, man? Hey there. And Jason, for the first time on the podcast, what's yes. up?
1: Hello, right. everybody.
0: Yes, glad to have you, man.
1: Yeah, uh, no, thanks for
0: having me. Anytime, anytime. Every every Thursday night we do it over here. Uh, Show.com. make sure you guys check it out. Uh, let's get to the rock news for today. The uh, rock news for today is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2019 inductees were announced uh, this week. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has revealed the nominees for the class of 2019. They include Radiohead, Rage Against the Machine, Janet Jackson, Roxy Music, Stevie Nicks, The Cure, Def Leppard. Other finalists include Todd Rundgren, Rufus and Chaka Khan, LL Cool J, The Zombies, Devo, John Prime, MC5, and Kraftwerk. Uh, that's a pretty pretty
3: good little selection yeah, there so, so far. rule on like, how long since they debuted or something? 25 years. Oh, since yeah. the debut? From their first single.
2: Okay. Mm. From Makes the sense.
1: first album. Yeah.
0: And then yeah. after 25 years after that first single, you're eligible to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, I got no problem with the headliners at all, but I'm like looking at some of the other. Todd Rundgren's cool. LL Cool J, that takes me back because I'm older than you guys. I was a wee little buck when I... First heard some LL Cool. I'm J- gonna knock you out. No man, I was old school with the you know, <laughs> forget Oreos, eat Cool J cookies. <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> that's right. I could. I got some flow. I got some flow. I like yeah. to see some MC5 because hey, doing that kick definitely out the jams. On and steak. he's
0: on a tour right now. Wayne Kramer's doing the MC5 uh, MC50 reunion tour, so definitely oh, deserved. No yeah, with uh I'm the dude from Soundgarden, Kim oh, Thayil, and right. some of the other guys playing. Uh, yeah, so you
1: told Saudi me that.
0: What's up? Zombies. Oh, yeah, the Zombies,
3: dude. Classic 50s, yeah. 60s-style yeah, okay. surf I'm, rock and roll. I'm sort of surprised like Stevie Nicks isn't already in there. Yeah. And The Cure a little bit and Def Leppard, I feel like. They should all know. kind of be in there, right? Yeah. Which,
0: which leads us to this li- this list here. Check it out. Here's a running list of all the bands that qualify for the induction in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame but have not even been nominated yet.
1: Uh hey, the B fifty twos, right? rock lobster. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fucking Alice and Chains, Bad right. Brains, Bad Company, uh Beck,
3: Black Flag. I wonder
0: want- I feel hey, like a lot of those
3: '90s ones are still a tad new. Like they have a long time to go. You work. skip
1: Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. Know, yeah. More kids have been made to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know if he's rock and roll though. You know.
1: Yeah, well, LL Cool J. Yeah, I, you know, I know they're the stretching. They're thing.
0: stretching it a bit there. Oh yeah. But check out a lot of these. I mean, you know, Dead Kennedys, Dave Matthews Band, Def Leppard. The, well, Def Leppard this year. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Doobie Brothers, who else? Emerson Lake and Palmer, Fugazi, uh, Flaming yeah. Lips, George Michael Graham, Parsons, The Guess Who? Uh, Iron Maiden? Jane's Addiction, Iron Maiden.
1: That, that's just blasphemy.
0: Jethro Tull should be in there before fucking Judas Todd Priest. Rundgren, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Judas Priest, King Crimson. Uh, who else? Uh, well, mc Five's getting it do, this year.
1: Do we oh, have it. to have Megadeth. Mariah Carey on this list? Jesus Motley Crue, fucking, crew, fucking yeah. Motorhead.
0: Motor Alright, I'm done. I know, no motorhead. New York dolls. I mean nine inches a nails? year. How many they choose a year? Not About enough. ten, I think ten. ten, something like that.
3: Other Aussie than the uh,
2: twenty five year thing. I wonder what the screening well, criteria is in order to make this It's list. a
0: bunch of industry insiders it that is. think they know uh, it all and shit, and it's just I don't know.
1: Isn't it somebody that Look was Look at all those
0: people that should be in there though? Uh,
1: yeah, he should. He fucking should. Weird,
0: Weird Al should be in the fucking rock and roll. Uh, you of want
1: fame. someone that had a, a, an impact on popular music? It started and what from he nothing did. on Doctor
0: yeah. Demento's show in L.A. Yeah, and got his uh, music circulated out there. He's been one of the most like anti-kind of radio guys that have made a career out of it. Yeah. Should be in the fucking hall of fame. I for actually
1: that, went you know? to uh, the uh, dorm room he recorded his first song at uh, SLO. The oh yeah, yeah.
0: Nice. So. Uh, All right, so check it out. Over the weekend, there was some uh, action with the surviving members of Nirvana at the Cal Jam Festival that's put on by Dave Grohl in San Bernardino. And it was a pretty killer lineup, like a bunch of different artists. But I guess the headlining kind of deal was obviously uh, Foo Fighters set. And from what I heard from some people that actually went to the show, they were saying that it started out as kind Mm -hmm. of like a, um, a career a career-spanning set from Dave Grohl. And Mm -hmm. it it was started out in the beginning and kind of went through the whole career. And the performance here we're watching is Joan Jett on the front vocals and guitar. We got Dave Grohl on the kit there, Chris Novoselic on the bass, Pat Smear on the guitar. It's basically fucking Nirvana, but with Joan Jett and the vocals there. And this is the first time they've all played together since their rock and roll Hall of Fame
3: induction about three years ago. Wow, uh, I think that's cooler than like a male try- trying to take those vocals, you know? Yeah, I think it's, it's a,
1: Joan Jet. It's I fucking mean, Joan
0: Jet. I think Kurt would be proud about that. Yeah, yeah. You if know? she
1: if she liked dude, she'd be uh, top my list of people. Any Go male, ahead, Any I'm male we up. would just
0: be saying it's just not the same, you know? But Joan Jett, but, it's yeah, fucking it's, perfect, it's being, right? It's,
3: it's supposed to be different.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, try one, Dahlia. Try try one male. Can you think of one male?
0: Yeah, if you could pick one dude that could fill those shoes, I mean, who no. could it be? I can't even think of somebody. There's
1: nobody alive. No. I would have said I Scott Lyland or uh, Chris Cornell. Like, what was that They're move? Uh,
0: Maybe yeah. Chris Cornell, yeah, yeah but perfect. that's it. No, what was that not move I'm even. thinking of? Not Axel even Rose Chris Cornell, PC, though. He PC. wouldn't have done it. Though, I'm no, of. No. Yeah, no, Axel d- Rose? D- or who oh, God. Uh, God. Can you imagine? You're thinking of Brian Johnson from AC/DC. Oh,
1: you know, sorry. I'm going <laughs> <Yeah. smell laughs> like to do it. Hold Somebody
3: on. Job, Are you ready? Kind of enough. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Joan Jett's uh, making it work for me. So. It's yeah. pretty cool,
0: right? And there's rumors that this lineup right here might do a tour. Oh, no way. Would you guys go and see that? Yes. I mean, I would. Yes. Would cool.
1: I would not only see that, I would go with you to see that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's pretty, I mean, she does a, she's doing a pretty fucking good job. Yeah, man. Joan Jett's the, the biz. She's and it's just so cool to see Dave Grohl fucking hammering those drums, man. Like, yeah. he's doing the old fucking Nirvana feels, you know? Yeah. that's It's just fucking cool to see that. And Chris on the. Uh, apparently, Chris hopped after the bass. They did a couple songs there, did about six songs, and uh, Chris Novoselic uh, hopped onto the accordion for the last song. Oh, no way. Yeah, and did, uh, I think it was um, All Apologies. Oh, and wow, he did no uh, the accordion on that one as well. Uh, pretty awesome Cal Jam featured Iggy Pop Garbage Greta Van Fleet Billy Idol Silver Sun pickups Lots of great bands I wish I could have won. I wish it wasn't in San Bernardino Yeah
1: Billy, Billy Idol Come on right
0: Dude did you guys hear about this Fucking uh, the insane clown posse guy <laughs> Trying to drop kick Fred Durst Yes no. Did you see this <laughs> Okay, so over the weekend, is like a, a video, I would love. Guys yes, yes. this is the video, dude. Okay, so it was a, it was an epic fail. I, I'll tell you right now, he did not connect with the kick.
1: So, Aww. so a little backstory: yeah. the uh, the insane clown posse does have professional wrestling history for those right. that, that don't know much. And so, it, yeah, you look at it, he's just going for the straight drop kick, <laughs> and it's it's he's going
3: for the head. Look at how close he got. Oh yeah, and Look so at, Fred you leaned forward what, just in time
0: on accident I'm or what? Okay, so what? The, what am I seeing? This is just a screenshot right oh, now. Oh,
2: that's a body in the air. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? I wasn't seeing it. Really. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> check it out. We'll watch the video here. This was at the Rock Allegiance Festival in North Carolina over the weekend, and it's kind of like our the aftershock of the East Coast. Yes, same same promoters. Oh, uh, we gotta watch that. Uh, let it load again. Hold on. <laughs>
2: Get up there. <laughs> what did
0: he just say? <laughs> I don't know what he's Hold on. One
2: guy.
0: He's talking to the security. He's like it's one guy, come on.
3: Calm oh, down. It's one guy. Whoops, well, two guys.
0: Look at he's fucking pissed. <laughs> Here, let me let me restart it so you can see it again from the beginning. How do I go to the beginning of it?
1: Uh, oh, it's an Instagram.
0: It's, it's, so yeah, I may need to just like go through the thing.
1: Yeah, I' got a cycle. But yeah, so they were performing at this tour too, and uh, you know he went on to say, "Oh, it's a joke." It's like you're trying to drop kick the motherfucker in the head. How's that a good joke?
0: There, see. He almost got it. Yeah, he tried mm-hmm. it. like, barely touched his... It's almost like he, like, chickened yet. out at the last second. Well, yeah. if you look and you let it
1: reload, it looks almost like the security caught him mm-hmm. by his shirt, maybe, or something.
0: Oh. We got to just let it play the way these Instagram videos work. I was trying to rewind oh. it, and it, and and we can't, so...
1: So watch it one more time. it's almost it'll, looks it'll like security caught his shirt or
3: something. It's, mm-hmm. It happens real quick. He said, give that, yeah, give that guy a hand. Yeah, give that guy a hand. Maybe he did catch him.
0: No, he's trying to make fun of him, I think, you know? Like, let's give him a hand for his effort, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not give the guy a hand. looking too. at the commentary They're on the side of this game. Game. Here we go, here we go. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: He did Maybe, tackle yeah. Yeah. him just yeah, yeah. in time. Yeah, that would have been a good dropkick. Yeah, he tackled <laughs> him just in
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah. On a side note, Fred Durst is worth like $180 million. What's his excuse for looking like that? He's got pajama <laughs> pants on and a
0: fisherman's hat. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing, dude? He looks like he was I'm hanging crazy. out on
1: the island. Not that anybody him. deserves yeah.
0: to be dropkicked like that, but, I mean, no. uh, that that was just stupid. I mean, come on, fucking guys. Shaggy too dope fucking guy. Do you
2: pay to go to a show just to inflict harm? They have some
0: type of. Well, they performed. They They performed. They were there.
3: The person who was. They were there. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it's 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 they were on the same lineup. Oh, I thought it was like somebody that. Uh,
0: No, it's from the the Insane Clown Posse. It's one of the
1: members of the Insane Clown Posse? uh, Yeah, he's one of the
0: main guys. He called the Insane. That's how he got backstage, you know. (laughs) The (laughs) Insane Douchebag Tour. Oh shit! All right, so we got an update here with Ozzy too. Like he got he got his hand infection uh and he's not going to be playing uh the it was scheduled for the, rescheduled for the 20th of this month but apparently he's not going to be coming back until 2019
1: yeah, we got that press release on that today that they moved all the dates. There's four remaining shows. Yeah,
0: in L.A. and some other shows. Yeah, and they of got amount all, of you and all they... got rescheduled.
1: Yeah, 2019, so Ozzy, I'm not a fucking doctor. I don't know. So <laughs> I can't wipe my ass. <laughs> oh,
2: Ozzy, I'll bring Minnie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, by.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yep, and so not until 2019. And hold on to those tickets. They're still going to be good. Yep. Uh, statue of chris cornell check this out it's actually a pretty good statue remember we were talking about statues i'm hoping it's better than uh ronaldo (laughs) 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 look at look at how they did though this is pretty good right that looks pretty good good so here's a picture of him with uh, uh, chris cornell's family and the band kind of standing by it uh, Um, all checking it out it's kind of cool yeah all surviving members of soundgarden So there you go. Uh, New statue is up.
2: Whatever happened with him? What was he suffering from? Depression or something? Just random?
0: I don't know. I mean, they did some investigation, and he was on some medication, so that may have influenced. It's the
1: irony of medication with depression. Uh, Not to make a joke, but it's true. It's like, hey, it may cause you suicidal thoughts. Thanks, motherfuckers. I already. Yeah, no shit. Right. Thanks so much. Appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. No shit. (laughs) You know. Why don't you just give me pills that prevent erections while you're at it? <laughs>
3: Stick all to right. the reefer, guys. Yeah,
1: this is a good point. That's a very valid point. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, Pearl Jam's home. Uh, Pearl Jam's home shows raised uh, eleven million dollars for homelessness in Seattle. Wow. They they had a um, initiative and they were able to raise ten point eight million to be distributed to nearly one hundred organizations working to fight wow. homelessness in Seattle and King County. It was raised with uh, the help of 170 partners, corporations, philanthropies, restaurants, small businesses, Um, but pretty cool. I mean, say what you will about Pearl Jam. Those dudes give back to their community, just like guys like Jack White and these musicians that, hey, you may not like their music or whatever, but these guys really give back to their hometown, their community, and they fight uh, issues in their hometown and communities that are, very valid issues that I think you know uh, not a lot of people are focusing on and you know homelessness always seems to be something that politicians and everybody else just kind of like sweeps under the rug gives a little cookie cutter answer for and these guys are actually down there raising 11 fucking million dollars for homelessness.
1: I think you bring up a good point Oftentimes, with politicians it's just an election uh, pinpoint kind of thing Mm -hmm. for them and Yeah, we're going to eradicate the homeless situation. And and how are you going to do that? What are you going to do? Exactly. Whereas these guys put their money where their mouth is. And if more people that were well off were like this, the world would be a much better place. That's why I, you know, only time I've ever seen Pearl Jam, I paid, which was reasonable because they keep their tickets reasonable, but more than proud to do it for people like this. And it was an amazing show, beside the point. Exactly. There needs to be more of this out there, you know. I agree.
0: And these guys leading the charge in the rock world, so good for them. Uh, And speaking of uh, tickets and all of that, Ticketmaster president is starting to defend himself publicly as he responds to the Ticketmaster scheme allegations. So do you guys remember about two weeks ago, we were talking about this on the podcast, and Mm -hmm. Jason, you might have seen the headlines too, about how apparently Ticketmaster has a reselling site where it's verified Ticketmaster tickets that are resold through the company, right? Yep. And apparently... Somebody from the Toronto Star uh, and the CBC did some investigative work where they actually went to a ticket summit in Las Vegas, and they did some undercover um, reporting. Mm-hmm. They talked with a professional ticket master employee, uh, essentially telling undercover reporters that the resale division would not enforce terms and conditions from the primary side. So it's like basically... We're not going to call you out on these things if you guys do whatever whatever it is that yeah. they're uh, alleging. So according to the video, the Ticketmaster rep was quoted as saying that some brokers, quote, had a h- couple of hundred Ticketmaster accounts and that, quote, our, I think our biggest broker right now has probably grabbed around 5 million tickets. A Ticketmaster rep told the reporters. The reporters also pointed out the existence of Ticketmaster's trade desk platform, which is available for use by brokers after approval and registration, which basically gives them the premier access to these tickets and the best seats. So these guys, these tickets and the best seats are all going to these uh, basically professional dudes that are working for Ticketmaster and getting a cut as employees, uh, virtual employees, if you will.
1: It reminds me of the uh, the high speed train here in California.
0: Mm-hmm. In what way?
1: It's just a fucking ruse. <laughs> it's just a ruse, and it's like, hey, I like my cousin Jeff. Uh, well, he's got some business. Uh, how much does it cost to do this zoning? Uh, about a hundred thousand. Pay him three hundred thousand. All right, great. You know, it's just I don't know it. You'd like to think when you go out and purchase these that it's from someone that had it, and uh, you know, like yourself or me, it's like, ah, oh, man, can't make this show. Relist these tickets. No, and,
0: it's, and, all and, it's all a scam. It's all a scam. And it's a way for Ticketmaster to get even more money off of premium seats because they saw that regular people were just buying them up at face value, yep. well, no, they weren't so getting their fair. cut. And then now, they're able to employ these guys as their resellers, and they get a cut from whatever high-ass markup they sell. If they sell the ticket for 400 bucks, Ticketmaster's getting 15-20% of that sale. That cannot Uh. be legal. That's exactly why they are being alleged. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they're being uh, under investigation right
1: now. Anybody see a class action lawsuit? Because I'm filling out that information. I know. Hey, we
0: already got one for uh, Ticketmaster. Years ago, yeah. Yeah, and I'm still we can still get ticket vouchers for that stuff because they're still paying off it, that was due to their extra fees that they were tacking onto your tickets. Right. When you would purchase them, they'd throw in this like wipe ser- your ass fee, yeah, service <laughs> fee or some bullshit, and they got taken to court over that. So it's no surprise they're getting taken to court over this. I hate those oh.
3: fees you pay at a hotel for nothing, yeah. usage right? fee or some bullshit. Well, now they have a city tax
0: on top uh, of, right. like it's a, a tax that the city to imposes. Stay here, it's this price. Yeah, but it's actually it's, we're it's like seven or eight, eight percent. The right. government wants its
3: back. money. Just give me the final is. fucking price. Hi, we're going
1: to yeah. take your money.
2: How much it is. Yeah. Stop yeah. breaking it down.
3: Include that shit in there.
1: We're going to take your money, and uh, we're going to misuse it, but you're going to pay the fucking thing anyways. <laughs> Thank yep. you. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Hey, we're in government.
0: <laughs> All right, check it out. YouTube apparently is almost accounting for nearly 50% of music streaming these days. 47% is the exact number. Uh, so the majority of streaming goes on for free YouTube new report by the International Federation of Phonographic Industry looks at music consumption across the globe found that 52% of on-demand music streaming occurs over video and that on YouTube free audio streaming accounts for 20% of on-demand play the report revealed that 35% of streaming music consumers cite user upload services like YouTube as the primary reason they don't subscribe to like things like Spotify And I got to admit, I mean, I fall into that category. If YouTube started charging me for just watching regular videos, that would be a bitch. And I'd be like, fuck, I got to figure out a way to sample this music. Because YouTube, I'm able to just look up anything off of a new album. And chances are, 95% of the time, it's going to be on there for free. And I don't have to pay Spotify to hear it.
1: Yep, yep. I know when uh, I'm a big Godsmack fan, when that new album came out, I had gotten a link from one of the record labels, and I went, and I'm like, oh, this is Godsmack's official channel. The whole album. They put their whole album up. They did it themselves. Right. They put it up because they know that people are going to go and access it. Of course, it has a, a, a mandatory video. You can't skip the ad or right. anything like song to song, but still. it's.
0: We were talking about that a couple weeks ago. Remember, guys, with uh, Post Malone and how he tricked uh, the streaming companies and other companies yeah. by creating a one-minute-long video on YouTube... That was a remix. It was just a loop of the chorus of "Rockstar," that track "Rockstar," and it was like a minute long loop. And it had a link to his own website and a link to his own stuff huh. on the YouTube video. And it was able to um, generate w- way more views. Probably had
3: a ad, probably had ad space on the next page. Had ad space. Uh, he had uh, everything, and he was not only each getting time. It got clicked on. Those those companies were paying. His company or whatever. Yeah, or it or was like, like a du-
0: it was basically double-dipping in yeah. terms of uh, everybody that would go to the YouTube video would only get a minute-long preview, right? and YouTube would get the view, and he would get the money from that on top of everybody was going to his site to get the real version, and then he was getting money on top well, of that. Well,
1: he's got a lot of Bud Light to buy. <laughs> For those who don't know, <laughs> this that's just his, his thing. He, he drinks his Bud Light.
0: Uh, all right, so moving on here. Check this out. I don't know if you guys – Jason, I don't know if you've seen this either – but check this out. Apparently Green Day's drummer, Trey Cool, has a side group that's this Icelandic death metal side act that they almost look like like kind of like they're trying to be like Guar in some kind of ways. Like they don't have the elaborate costumes going on, but they got a story. These guys are from like Iceland or something like that. And it's mo- it's meant to be like this like super heavy metal, almost like they almost have these like a spinal tap Yeah, they have these something. videos that's like this kind of spinal tap thing. The group is called Dead Mermaids, <laughs> and it's like this uh Icelandic heavy metal group, and apparently they're gonna start touring and they're gonna release an album, and there's Trey, look at Trace got like a Thor's hammer on the drum set.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now that's a Maui <laughs> Dead Mermaids My Fish
0: Yeah the song's called My Fish The band's called Dead Mermaids Look he's got like A fucking fish there He's (laughs) Oh shit And it's like They they have these guys They're dressed up in like uh, I don't know Viking metal outfits And they're like Trying to assimilate Into regular life Or something I don't know Look at, he's like in in the front lawn of his nice house. (laughs) He's got this fucking Viking helmet on, watering the lawn. Cup of coffee.
1: Howdy, neighbor. Good day. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) Riding one of those horses at the fucking dollar store. Look at Uh, that guy. He's like, what the fuck?
2: Hilarious. (laughs)
0: He's like in a grocery store. All These fucking guys are out. so
1: stupid. <laughs> Isn't it great though? Yeah, it is. Dahlia, <laughs> guys and stupid kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of in conjunction. God. We'll we never. <laughs> you know where yoga studio <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy chocolate.
0: Only talkies. That's got to be Trey. He's on the fucking bus there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this guy is fucking hilarious. Alright, so there you go. Fucking Icelandic death metal side project <laughs> from uh, Trey Cool. He's fucking doing that. It's pretty funny. Alright, so. Oh, shit. <sighs> I backed out of the prep site. Thing. God damn it. Bruce. Hold on. Intermission. This this is a good time. Uh, what time is it? There go. Hold on. There goes Dahlia. <laughs> We got a message from our sponsors uh, for Crow Milk. Crow Milk, take it away. Crow Milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that, yeah, yeah. but crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it, <laughs> it really it makes you, it you makes know, you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Cause they're fucking jacked up on crow milk Yeah exactly <laughs> And you could be the same way You know you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality Yeah On crow milk Yeah exactly Crow Yeah crow milk Drink it Drink it and, and be one with, with your own Um, With your karma Harness the power of the crow <laughs> Harness the power of the crow Crow milk So Thank you crow milk You know Pro milk is so inspirational, sometimes.
1: man. I'm drinking some right now, man. That's my, right, my fucking balls are swelling over here. Well, it's ball awesome. jack,
0: you're thinking we'll get to ball jack later,
1: man.
3: Dude, I'm <laughs> ready to go hit some weights,
1: son of a. Oh
0: shit!
3: I don't
1: know why when I get all pumped, man. I get a little redneck in ball me, man. Ball jack
3: horseman, ball jack ho-
0: horseman. We're working on that miniseries. Some some royalties and copyright infringement that we got to deal with.
1: That's all right.
0: Uh, we'll but, get by that. Yeah, we'll get by all that. That's, yeah. that's no What's
1: his name? Personal friend. Know him that well.
0: Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, what's his name? Oh. Does the voice. Oh, what's his name? Uh, all right, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, we're almost there. All right. Reconters releasing a new album. Jack White and his side band, the Reconters, who haven't made some new music, I think, since, like, fuck, two thousand six. It's 2008. It's been a minute. 2008's Consolers of the Lonely was their last album. This is their first album in 11 years. Uh, It's a 10-year anniversary reissue as well that's going to be following it. Here's the... um, Check that out. That's pretty fucking cool. That's dope, man. It's a 10-year anniversary special edition of their debut album, uh, Consolers of the Lonely. And it's on this fucking cool vial. It's a copper foil metallic vinyl that just looks... Totally awesome! I don't the know shit
1: he's right. done with <clears throat> vinyl and just uh, right. Given it makes it special again to have a physical copy, which I've always loved. I as a kid, man, when I got I got shout Out the devil at six and opened the insert and scared the hell out of me and the liners and all right. that stuff. My prints out, my. Beatles and what Jack White's done, like you have the hologram album, yeah, and you know where it
0: spins and it creates a little hologram above it. Yeah, it, just, it comes it up with those cool, it. cool fucking ideas that, uh, it, yeah, it makes it cool and fun to have physical releases again, yeah. right, in this day and age.
1: Well, and the cool shit. thing about it too is it makes it once again kind of a social thing. You're one of the only people in my life. And I know a lot of other music lovers, but where I actually sit and we listen and talk about the music while, like after yeah. we've heard it, or hey, play that again. Did you catch this? And he's yeah. just—that's why he, he he always gets my respect as an artist because he motivates. Definitely, me in he's that way.
0: he's coming at it from a a listener's perspective, like a fan's perspective. It would be like if the fan got a hold of the record company and wanted to do it his way yeah. and what he likes about it. And he's, he's showing that. He's doing really cool vinyl. He's doing a bunch of cool additional stuff and creating it in a, a really fun and interesting way. So a lot of respect for Jack White. And also, yeah. kind of cool, in the past uh, couple days, the oldest recording of Jack White surfaced online. It was a cover of Blondie's 1979 hit single, One Way or Another, and it was posted by Ben Blackwell online. It was his longtime partner at Third Man Records. Uh, he unearthed the tape while digging through his own collection as part of Cassette Week, uh, and it was all. It dates back all the way to 1997. Uh, it was uh, on 400 pounds of Punk, a Detroit teen trio for whom White acted as a recording engineer, and he played guitar on one of the tracks. That is a trip, man. Isn't that a trip. That is cool stuff. Very cool. I always like when those kind of things come out Speaking of vinyl and reissues and stuff Rush is releasing a deluxe edition uh, Hard to believe it's Fuck, already 40 years from 1978 But it is uh, 1978's 40th anniversary edition of Hemispheres One of their uh, kind of very cool double albums Transitional album for Rush Uh, This album was very experimental and very cool and it comes with all kinds of cool stuff. Just
1: an example that two great things came out in 1978. This album from Rush and myself. <laughs> so You came out
0: from the womb in 1978.
1: I did. Uh, God bless my mother. Um, <laughs> so, you pre-ordered this, right?
0: Dude, I wish I could say I did, but I I think it's somewhere in the uh, $80 range for the, um, the edition that I want uh, for the vinyl. So... No, I have not. I I'm waiting for it to hit the the shelves on November 16th and kind of just see how it goes, see if there's some people that want to get rid of something for a slightly cheaper price. You no, know, my
1: friend, you got to learn priorities. Just do what I do. Don't <laughs> eat
0: for 2 weeks. You'll be fine. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. No, I got my aftershock hotels. Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> Fucking $400 just for that, you know?
1: Oh.
0: So, nah. Yeah, you know hemispheres. I have the original, so oh yeah, I have the original on vinyl. So uh, the reissue, it's not it's it's more of kind of a novelty. You get a lot of the bonus things and the book and the pictures. The holy crap
1: tastic package. It is awesome though.
0: I mean, I would definitely buy it if I had you know the money lying around. I would definitely get that Uh, replica wall poster, all kinds of cool stuff. So check that out. Uh, All right, so record store day exclusives were announced this week. Um, I don't have the full list, but some of the ones, the major ones in the rock world. Uh, Weezer, Rage Against the Machine, Stone Sour, just a few of the acts who are going to be providing some Record Store Day stuff. Uh, remastered version of Stone Sire's, uh self-titled debut uh, is being released. Also, Weezer is going to release a special edition of its Toto Africa cover, <laughs> the limited edition, I got to get this, it's a 10-inch picture disc that will be cut in the shape of Africa, and only 3,000 copies will be released. Come
1: on now. That's a must-have for <laughs> that's anybody. A, that's a gotta get. That That's a, that's a goes-in-a-frame right there. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: And also, check this out. Rage Against the Machine is making Live and Rare a 97 collection of live and demo takes available for the first time ever on vinyl, which is really cool. This was a CD release uh, at back in the day. It was never on vinyl. It was kind of like an extra release, almost like they had to put it out on their contract yeah. or something. Yeah. And now it's the first time on, on vinyl. Five thousand copies. Did you get a copy of that? Well, Have what? you
1: heard that? The,
0: the, the live, live and, and rare? rare. No.
1: Yeah. See, I always dig that stuff because then you get to kind of hear the. the I love that kind of stuff. Exactly. Of the, 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 the how it was the sound and someone just that that not only Tom Morello but the overall rhythm section. They were Rage a great
0: live like. band too, Aaron. That was one of the first big rock shows you
3: saw, right? Uh, it was Rage Against the Machine. Where, what was that? The Rock the Bells thing. I saw them at Rock the Bells too, but way before that, I was back in high school, I saw them in Oakland. Was it just their
0: t- own tour?
3: Yeah, it was their own tour. Do you I can't remember, remember who, what that was. who opened it was up probably, for them? Man, I'm guessing it was probably 99, probably 99 or was something. Was
0: that when... Um,
3: uh, and Gangstar opened up for him? Oh, that's right. Oh. We, were, we
0: were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, was that right when... Um, it was before Evil
3: Empire or right out or right out evil Empire or yeah. right right before that or after that. Probably right after that, I'm yep. thinking. That that was the prime I mean, man. And I saw him yeah. again with Wu Tang at Rock the Bells. Right. And at the shoreline, again. right? Yeah. No, that was actually out in the parking lot of AT and T Park. Oh in San Francisco. Okay. The blacktop. It was what year was that? Worst sunburn in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my nose blistered almost fell off. Yeah, same thing when I went to the Warp Tour and it was on Blacktop yeah. in the Bay Area. It was worst sunburn of the, my life. The You know, being in the Bay, the extra light bouncing off the water. Yeah, and, and being the, on, and the man, on the yeah. asphalt. Yeah. it was. And Hart, there was no shade, you know. There was a few little spots of shade. And literally everybody was, like, huddled up in those little areas, you know. Yeah. And, How was it, man. though? I mean, like, Rage, for me, I saw them in
0: 2014 for the first time. It was their reunion kind of tour, and I remember the first song they played, the fucking power cutout on the stage. They, like, blew a generator fuse or something, and fucking I see Zach Day Road yeah, just he... fucking jumping around on stage, and you can tell he's fucking seeing his heart out, but no one could hear shit. The fucking right. lights are off. Everybody's jumping around on stage playing, but nobody could hear nothing, and then all of a sudden, like, 20 seconds later, the sound kicks in again,
3: and you're I... like, oh, fuck, you know? <laughs> I it was we were, crazy. We were pretty... So, the Rock the Bells thing that was like an all day event and we were already like wasted by the time they even came on so I hardly <laughs> remember that one I do remember I do remember he was going all nuts and, and fell oh shit Zach and, yeah and everybody thought he was hurt but then he kind of he, he got back up and, <laughs> and then finished the show And don't man.
1: worry I'm standing up I'm fine <laughs> don't you worry I'm standing up
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah he's always jumping around all crazy
0: and shit huh? cool shit Right on. All right, so lots of cool things coming out for Record Store Day, including A Perfect Circle, Guns N' Roses, Stone Temple Pilots, The Breeders, Iggy Pop, and The Stooges, Talking Heads. They're all releasing stuff. Uh, Capital Punishment... Uh, ben Stiller's high school punk band releasing an EP of their first new music in 35 years.
1: Weren't we trying to issue our our punk band uh, <laughs> uh shit water? Yeah, well, we d-
0: a, we never got a deal with that though. I never know. got any traction on that
1: one. I'm thinking like the local record shop. We just drop a couple copies in.
0: <laughs> you know, we should. We should yeah. just do that.
1: What? Hey, what is this shit water? Oh, that's
0: <laughs> that's a record store day exclusive.
1: <laughs> that's that's a rarity. <laughs> that's grab a rarity. Grab, grab a hold of shit That's gonna water, be worth some money,
2: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right guys, on this day in music history trivia, Friday, October 12th, on this day in 1997, this musician died in an unexpected way. Was it A, all of these musicians died in 1997 FYI? Was it A, the notorious BIG, B, Jeff Buckley,
3: or C, John Denver?
0: Wasn't well, it Was any of it expected?
3: If you just said yeah, that guess. they were all in 97, then I'm going to go with the obvious notorious Okay, well it's all different dates right? Though. I mean you wouldn't have you wouldn't have uh, I'm going to go I'm going to have and... to go
1: with notorious
3: too.
0: All right. Unexpected? Yes, definitely. Uh it was actually John Denver.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: John Denver was an avid amateur pilot, loved flying experimental aircraft. On this day he died in a fatal plane crash. The airplane he flew was a uh, it had a fuel section valve right behind the pilot's head forcing him to balance on the right rudder in order to switch tanks. That day, Denver leaves the airport with less fuel than he should have. He hits the right rudder when attempting to switch tanks, causing him to plow into the Pacific Ocean. Denver was the aircraft's sole occupant. Uh, BIG was March 9th. Buckley was May 29th.
1: Well, you know, he was an amateur pilot, so I'm sorry, too soon? (laughs) Wow,
0: wow! All right, double trivia. we got another good one here. On this day in 1978, this musician is arrested for murder. Is it A, Sid Vicious, B, Phil Spector, or C, Charles Manson?
1: It's got to be Sid Vicious with the stuff with Nancy. Yeah. Uh, A, A, Ron? I'm going to say Charlie.
0: Charles Manson. Could
1: be. I don't know. Are you sure? Do you want to take that back?
0: Sid no. Vicious. It was, on this day in 1978, Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols is arrested for murder of his girlfriend Nancy Spungen, who was found dead at the bathroom of their hotel room with a stab wound to her abdomen. Vicious dies of a heroin overdose before he can be tried for the murder.
1: And it Mm. spawned on a great acting role for Gary Oldman.
0: (laughs) It was a good, yeah, Sid and Nancy. Yeah, great. Love that one. Great film. Uh, So did you guys see this film of the Oakland A's fan? Getting the beer uh, thrown on him? No. Okay, so Oakland A's played uh, the Yankees in that wild card game, yeah, the playoffs, and uh, of course it took place at Yankee Stadium, right? So there was some Oakland A's fans that were there, mm-hmm. and one of the fans was one of the f- a good friend of Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. He's a drummer in his own band called Stringer, and uh, he was there in the crowd, kind of repping the A's. He had the green hair he had the A's jersey on he said he was making friends with most of the people in the crowd, but then when the a or when the Yankees uh, finally I think won the game here, you could see the uh, the people in the stands just start celebrating like crazy and he's standing there and some dude as you can see in the video here just purposely throws like an entire full beer. <sighs> at the guy all over his head it just fucking soaks his head and he's just like fucking really you know like (laughs) looking at him like fuck you know and it started becoming a viral video
1: that's being a dick for the sake of being a dick
0: it it became a viral video the a's uh actually the managers and everybody else kind of saw the video and reached out to him and gave him a bunch of a's merchandise and shit after the uh Let's let this watch again. You need to watch it again as it as it plays here. There he is, just standing there, right? Just fucking threw the fucking full beard his head. And he just looks around like, "What the fuck was that?" Once again, going to show people can be real
1: dicks.
3: Let's watch it one more time. See, one more he time to for the people. Sport about it. he was smiling like, "What the hell?" But. I don't know, man. I might have been swinging.
1: You're just being a fucking asshole for but the But you're kind of outnumbered, right? Yeah,
3: you're outnumbered, but. It's yeah, like. I might have been going home in a freaking stretcher because I probably yeah. would have hit a couple of people.
1: <laughs> 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 it's like, hey, your team won. Celebrate, but don't be a douchebag. Don't
3: be douchebags about it, right?
0: And that's what everybody was saying. It's like typical Yankees fucking type fans, you know, that do that it's kind it's of just, shit.
3: If you could just knock that dude out who threw it at you. That satisfy me getting knocked out afterwards by 50 other fans. <laughs> He's like, I, he said, quote, I, I was being
0: totally respectful. I knew I was in enemy territory. I was also sitting in the bleachers, which probably wasn't the best idea.
3: Oh, yeah, that's the party section. I
0: made friends with Yankee friends around me talking trash here and there, and that took it to the next level. So, uh, Billy Joe uh, kind of went to Twitter, and uh, he uh, they... F- They found him. The A's found him and gave him
3: some free A's merch and stuff for being a good fan. Hey, those New York fans got no fucking class, huh? Check out
0: this photo here from 2014. Over the weekend, we had the Conor McGregor fight, and uh, it's been controversial. I'm sure you guys can do Uh, your own research and check it out. But this was from uh, the dude's page, Khabib the Eagle Nurmagomedov, or whatever.
1: Just do it to Russian, Khabib Nurmagomedov. This was from
0: his Facebook page in 2014. Uh, He quoted it as saying, quote, with Conor McGregor after his unbelievable victory at UFC 178, a dangerous guy. Just
1: not as fucking dangerous as you.
0: Well, that's uh, what a lot of people were saying. How cool is this that you're able to, like, get a picture with somebody you admire, uh, somebody that you look up to, and then three or four years later you end up beating the motherfucker on the biggest stage you know, that's pretty impressive, right?
1: That is. I mean, it's that's a changing of the guard. All right, I'm going to choke this son a- Wait, I have to do it like this. I'm going to choke the prick out.
0: <laughs> Check out Lenny Dykstra here. Dykstra. 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 Look at look at poor Lenny falling from grace. Um,
1: Man, he fell from grace during his baseball time. He was, uh, you know, I, I, if you want to put cluster fuck in the dictionary, <laughs> you put Lenny Dykstra's photo right there. You just have him up. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So for a while, he was sitting there trying to push that he was uh, threatening to kill it, making. He, yeah, he was trying. He he put up that he was trying to make money or had been making money. Uh, performing oral sex on women, making money that way, huh? Yeah, because women always pay for that. It's yeah. like, all right, they could get someone, but yeah, no, he did himself in, man. He's lost like all of his fucking teeth, all of his money. He just blew shit, and mm. I don't know, Un- unreal, man. Lenny fucking Dykstra, that- that's a fall from
0: baseball yeah, this, status. This fucking guy, I don't know. I mean, when you get to a certain age, it's like. You get your fucking life together, you know. Nah,
1: he's just one of those people that never will, man. He's- Grand
0: theft auto charges in twenty eleven, retiring from baseball ninety six after twelve seasons, guilty to bankruptcy fraud in twenty twelve. I mean, just seems like he's just kind of found with cocaine and meth in his bag. The Uber drivers he allegedly put a fucking weapon to the Uber driver's head, threatened to kill him. Yeah. Fucking crazy, right?
1: Uh, well, I, you know, hey, uh, you got it at the meth and cocaine, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that yeah. normally doesn't come with sanity. No, that kind of
0: sums it up, right? Yeah. Uh, unfortunate. So, there you go. That's your, that's your fucking sports minute this week. Uh, all right, check this out, uh, Jason. We watched this a little bit earlier. Um, I don't know if Aaron, you saw the actual trailer for Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty. It looks pretty fucking cool. Um, okay, so. The original Pet Cemetery. I don't know if you did. You see the original Pet Cemetery when Aaron? I was a kid. It's been yeah. so long. I don't really remember. Jason, do you? It. Of course. Chris. It was. Wait. It was. Well, you know, I
2: don't know.
1: It's been been a while. You got to remember. I'm yeah, old yeah, old. yeah.
0: I don't. I don't remember the movie by heart or anything like that. Um, but it was. It was definitely one that stood out for me in terms of. Um, it's kind of one of those horror movies that's relatable. Yeah. It has a story that's believable. It has a story that's not far-fetched. Yeah. Too far-fetched. Too far yeah. in, in my opinion. So the idea is this family comes, you know, lives on this farm. And they bought this property. They're from the city. They, you know, buy this property. One of their pets dies. So they bury him in this local pet cemetery that they find out is in the area. Well, it turns out the pet cemetery is actually a Native American burial ground. And it's cursed. And so whatever you bury in that place turns out to be cursed Yeah, kind of deal. And so these kids bury their cat. They think everything's fine. Cat comes back to their fucking doorstep in the middle yeah, of the night. But the fucking dead the cat buried. coming out of there, yeah. right? If that's not freaky enough, the kid ends up getting killed. As we all know, the young yeah. boy that they have, they bury him. In the purpose of trying to make him come back to life. Yep. And all this shit just starts fucking going crazy. And it's... Judging by this preview of the new one, they have a good cast. It looks like they're doing a good job. I don't know. What do you guys think off of this preview here? You think it looks kind of... I'm in. Would you check it out?
3: Yeah, I'd watch it. I'm
0: in. You had me at John Lithgow. John Lithgow, I mean, definitely... Yeah. So there you go. Pet cemetery. Look, yeah, cool. l- look the lesson
1: learned here, we've had enough movies, poltergeists, everything. Just don't fuck with Native American land, okay? <laughs> Can we <laughs> just stop that shit? It's already stupid true. what happened. I mean, we we ironically just had Columbus Day. Can we do away with that too? So here's the two rules.
3: No fucking with Native American land, no more Columbus Day, okay? <laughs> Stephen King done writing when's his last novel?
0: Oh, uh, he's still writing novels. Okay. Uh, yeah, he just does The Dark had, Tower, and I know the, he's done some other things.
3: Now, normally, Chris, uh, only... Had the It remake, and now the, this remake. Yeah, a lot of his movies. So. Yeah.
1: Normally, only a very attractive woman that I'm in love with gets me to pitch wood, but your next story, I'm excited <laughs> because...
0: Star Wars fans? Yes. All right, well, listen up. The Mandalorian is in effect. It's happening. It's being shot as we speak. It's going to be a TV series. And here's the synopsis, quote, After the stories of Django and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order, which means after Return of the Jedi and before the uh, remakes in 97. Uh, We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. This looks to me like a fucking home run out of the park fucking TV series Yep. Uh, John Favreau great actor funny fucking guy he's a fan and he's the one directing this and I have faith that he's going to do this justice Yep. from a fan's perspective
3: and do you know which which network
1: this is gonna going to be on the Disney one when, uh, yes. when all of their content goes off of uh, Netflix uh, so all the Marvel stuff all the Disney movies will go on to this service uh, but I'm with you, Chris. I mean, uh, he's in the good graces of Disney, of course, because he did wonders for the Marvel Universe in doing the first Iron Man movie, which really set it all off. Uh, these screenshots.
0: Look at that shot. The, it's, it's of the fucking badass. the outfit of the Mandalorian warriors, where Boba Fett. I mean, that just looks just fucking killer. I can't wait to see like an actual trailer from this. These are some of the concept arts of the other Mandalorian. Um, types of characters. It's a whole society of people yep. um, and a planet, basically, where Boba Fett and some of the assassins came from in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And we've never really learned how they become assassins, how they train to become assassins, what they do, how, how do they even get to be such elite fighters, kind of like the yeah. marines of whatever, the Star Wars universe, right? Of the right? galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's going to be awesome to see these dudes like fucking go through the story. It's gonna see, be great. See, and
1: I, I'm, I, I hate some of the the fanboydom, uh, and this is where the internet pisses me off because none of the movies that Disney's done Star Wars wi- wise have sucked at all. They've all been good. They've all been great. And people just shit on it. And at the same time, we're like, oh, we want more of this expanded universe. Well, you're getting it. And uh, if, if you want to have an impact on it and how one's made, how about you go to film school? Do a real good <laughs> yeah, job right, of yeah. having a really good run at making some successful products and stop and
0: then stop making it all about you as well and oh, what fine. you have your preconceived idea of yeah. what you want the Star Wars universe to be. It's not going to be what you want it to be, so let go of that yeah. and enjoy the ride. Yeah, That's, exactly. You know, it's, let it's let go of it. And enjoy fun. the ride. It's going to be a great time and, and for years to come. Great movies. Uh, so Disney's streaming service, that's what we were talking about. Aaron said, where's this going to be available? It's not on Netflix. It's not on anything else. But Disney's streaming service, which hasn't even launched yet, is not going to launch until 2019. And they're saying...
3: This will be like its main show
0: to debut, maybe? It's one of them. They're, th- that's a great question. It says, how, how much original content will this Disney service have? Well, apparently the live-action Star Wars will be their flagship that they're talking about here. Also, though, there are going to be new TV shows, including dedicated to Loki, the Scarlet Witch, uh, also Star Wars, the Clone Wars, which is going to inc- conclude the one, series, right. yes. And then also, they're going to be doing shows based on Monsters, Inc., The Muppets, High School Musical, A Mighty Ducks show is consideration. Well, that quack, would be, quack. That would be fucking awesome if they did that right. right. I love it. Will uh, oh, we get Bombay back? Check this out. They're going to be making new films for Lady of the Tramp, Sword in the Stone, which is one of my all-time mm-hmm. favorites. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with that. And Three Men, three men and, and a and Baby. A baby.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That's well, fucking hilarious. You didn't know that uh, they're talking with us, actually, about That's the casting ones, as dude. the Three Men. Well, oh, right. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, imagining,
3: I'm imagining. We're juggling offers.
1: Yeah. We're t- well, well, you know, it's negotiations. I don't want to. I don't want us undercut.
3: I'm guessing because of that live action um, Jungle Book that was like a few years ago. That The Lady and the Tramp and The Sword of the Stone. I'm guessing are going to be live action. Yeah, they I say can that see yet? you
1: do. I could see Sword and the Stone. For Sword sure. in the Stone
3: would be fucking badass live action. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
0: I think Lady and the Tramp would be pretty fucking cool too if they pulled it off. Dude, I mean, that'd if, be heart
3: wrenching. You guys have seen uh, ju- be... that Jungle Book movie, but all those animals. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they're yeah, yeah well They could do it They look like they're really talking They and could
0: do Lady and the Tramp Because that's a fucking classic story yeah. and, and that could be done really well
1: I mean, who doesn't love the spaghetti Oops. scene? Come on Shit. Pulls right. at your fucking heartstrings No, no, I mean Yeah, if exactly. I If I could have ever had something so sweet Dude, in a relationship
3: I'd still be married today I swear, being, as a kid Some of my favorite movies was uh, Benji and Homeward Bound Oh, yeah and, uh, those, <laughs> those, All the pet ones Yeah, right Yep
1: Me, it was Robin Hood,
3: man the Disney one? Robin Hood, Little Robin.
1: John Walker Did you guys little. ever see The Dark Robin Crystal? Hood. Absolutely.
0: Did you remember that one, Aaron? The Dark Crystal. Jim Henson's Dark Crystal. Well, they're remaking it on Netflix and they're doing it with actual real puppets. And no CGI, and they're going to be doing real puppets. And
1: I love that. Yeah. I love it because, you know, and I, and I love the uh, the art. Some people don't like digital animation or something. I love it. It's brilliant. The people that do it is brilliant. Obviously, you guys are uh, bigger gamers than I am. Uh, but, man, there's nothing like when you see that physical character and how they oh, deal yeah. with with interaction. No, human I'm super excited it's for that. It's going to be
0: called The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance coming out on Netflix soon, so check that mm-hmm. out inspired by Jim Henson's characters. Uh, walking dead, uh, ratings actually spooked wall street as shares in AMC networks tumbled more than 10% this week. Wall street still is trying to figure out what's going on with the network. The ratings for the ninth season premiere, were get this 47% down in total views. That's nearly half of the people that were watching the show last year are not watching the show this year. Goldman Sachs has downgraded AMC, to a sell from neutral, and Guggeheim's Michael Morris cut his 12-month price target to 58 to 60. Are you guys tuning in still to The Walking Dead?
1: I did yeah. uh, the Fear of the Walking Dead. I completely checked out on uh, a couple seasons ago. I am still watching The Walking Dead, um, <laughs> but I'm not. I used to have the fandom because you know you and I would always talk on Mondays, Chris, about it. Uh, where, I know, man. Where, where I was. Oh, I got to watch it tonight and it's the premiere. And I think I got to it two or three days later. Yep. And I didn't really sit. It was on and I, you know, I'm doing dishes, cleaning, looking back. Right.
3: That's what it turned yeah, into to me, I man. Kinda, I admit that uh, I still, I did watch it. I still am current on the other series too, The Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. But I tend to watch it. I used to anticipate it when it was a few days before. Oh, it's going to be on tomorrow. I can't wait, you know. But. I kinda notice now I, I have it I let my D V R record it and I'll watch it a few days later when I get around to it, right? It's not like a priority for me anymore. Yeah. But it's still Unfortunately. A, it's still a good series. It and is. I, I want to. It keeps. It kept me. Want. I want to know how it ends. I want to see. Yeah. I'm, sure. I want to know. You know. I, wanna, I still want to. I'm going to keep watching it till the end. Yeah. It's like. But a, I'm not going to watch every episode on the edge of my seat anymore. It's and I'm
0: like not you guys like in Good it.
1: Marriages. You know. You're just going to play this thing out to the <laughs> end. Whereas I'm the guy that's like. You know, just stop it halfway through. <laughs> uh, it is a great series. I'm. I'm looking forward yeah. to. I'm with you on that, Aaron. I. I'm well, going gonna, gonna, to. Live it out. It is still one of the most well-done TV shows. I get that people, maybe it hasn't had a certain certain sizzle, but I think (laughs) having a new showrunner this year, that there's real potential uh, in this ninth season to get it, not back on track, but just a a different track.
3: Right, right. Spoiler alert if you're still catching up, but uh, last season ended with, you know, they finally caught Negan. They got him prisoner. You know, that's been kind of a couple seasons on... Dealing with this dude, so now they got him, you know, and they're rebuilding, and it's kind of slow. Yeah, it's, I think there's only been it's only one episode deep yeah. on this season, so it's slow right now. There, it shows them sort of rebuilding, uh, settling down. The big, a lot of shit happened last season, you know. There's a lot of action, yeah. a lot of war. Well, they so I, th- I, I thought it was good. It's a, it was a chill, just kind of letting you see how calm everything is <laughs> right now. There's some people that are.
1: And, and it I was managed. a good. What know. did they say? Is a, it was six months, eight months later, something like that?
3: Yeah, because so time had times gone by. Things are a little different. They've been going somewhat well, but stuff is starting to kind of happen again. It's it just so. And you want to know what? You know, you kind of want to know what's going to happen to Negan. You you already know he's going to escape. Somebody's going to let his ass out. He's they got him in a freaking cell. You know, he's like they should tell
1: you to get your shitting pants on because you're going to be <laughs> shitting.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm. I'm still interested in it. I want to see it. Yep. I want cool. to see how it plays out.
0: Yeah, it's the last season, and it's uh, it's uh, it's on right now. And we're moving on to some other news from around the world. <laughs> as Banksy pulled off another, another fucking scam, a little uh, kind of one of his biggest little kind of heists. I don't know if you want to call it that, but there's a video that he released where he shows how he built uh, a shredder into the back of this frame. In case this photo or a print ever went up for auction. And he, uh, he built this shredder in the back of this frame. And so went up for auction Why this week.
3: It, it, it wasn't, he didn't want it to go up for auction ever, is that? Well. Did he sell it to somebody originally or something? Yes. Okay. And if it ever went up for
0: auction, he said that he was going to do what he does here in this video. Which you have a is, remote or something. Yes, yeah, somebody was in the lobby that had a um a radio frequency remote. And apparently after it sold for 1.4 million, this is what happens.
2: <laughs>
0: it starts making a beeping sound like a fax machine and the fucking <laughs> painting is that, is that the guy that bought it. The painting goes through the shredder and it's like hanging out halfway halfway shredded. And what what the funny thing is though, it's like he almost kind of meant it to be like ah oh, fuck you where he shredded your thing that you paid $1.4 million for. But at the same time, what everybody's saying now is that it's actually double the value. Yeah. If he keeps it as is there, it's actually worth 3 or $4 million now right. with a halfway shredded photo.
3: From the buzz that is generated from this uh, stunt, that well, I'd sell it right now because I don't think a couple more well, weeks is going to be generating that buzz. Let out. me put, yeah.
1: let me put this out there to you guys. You're both artists in different forms. Obviously, Aaron, a great visual artist, uh, you know, graphics, you. everything else. Chris, music. Um, sure, uh, I suck at both of those in comparison <laughs> to you guys. But uh, have you? I know for me, when I was going to film school, in my final directing project, it was like, okay, I had to give it a result. But it didn't feel done. And so for me, right. it's kind of like, this is a, the the artist's last, like, how the fuck do you know this? This has been my intention all along. Right. I've just decided that this is the point where, okay, somebody's going to go ahead and have my art. This is how I chose to finish it. Right. You know. So Isn't it's kinda, that so cool? Yeah, as much as you may not like the remakes of the original Star Wars, they're George Lucas's fucking movies. If he wanted to go back, throw new digital shit in. He's the artist. It's his
0: call. He's the artist.
1: So I I dig it. I think it's fucking great.
0: Awesome. Yeah, very cool. Uh, From a cool story to a pretty tragic story, Uh, this was one of the big headlines this week. I don't know if you guys heard about this. This limo accident Mm -hmm. that killed 20 people in New York. It's been declared the worst traffic, singular traffic accident in the U.S. since 2009. As 20 people were killed, Uh, apparently so the... Here's the deal. Uh, the driver did not have appropriate driver's license to be oh, operating cool. this vehicle, first off, right? The starting the startling revelations <clears throat> excuse me, brought more anguish to those grieving the deaths of these 20 people in the quaint town of Shohari, New York?
1: Mm, I'm not sure.
0: Or Pennsylvania? I'm sorry. No, no, it's New York. My bad. Shohari, New York. At least one victim seemed worried about the condition of the limo, according to text messages shared with the New York Times. They uh, said that the text message was something like, the engine's about to explode or something like that. It sounds so loud, we can't even hear ourselves. And they were driving down on the way, apparently, to uh, a birthday party. They were newlyweds, young couples, 17 people, wow, and four sisters on their way to uh, an upstate New York brewery. For reasons still unknown, the limo plowed through a stop sign, crashed into a park SUV, causing the deadliest U.S. Transportation act a- accident in almost a decade. All 17 passengers were killed. So was a limo's driver and two pedestrians. The birthday party guests were riding in a 2001 Ford Excursion that was converted into a limousine. Those kinds of altered vehicles have worried officials, former managing director of National Transportation Safety Board Peter Goals said.
3: Crazy. Every last person there died. Yeah. Inside there.
0: Apparently these uh, altered vehicles like the Ford Excursion's uh, are aftermarket modifications that often affect a vehicle's structural integrity and safety. The limo company operator was arrested. He was 28 years old. He was arrested uh, in, I think, Pakistan, I want to say. Uh, his name is Numan Hussein. He was arraigned and released after uh, posting his $150,000 bond. Judge entered a plea of not guilty for him. State police superintendent, blah, 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 said the driver hired Hussein didn't have the proper license to be driving the limo. Vehicle itself shouldn't have been on the road. It was unserviceable. Investigators are continuing to look into the trash, crash into whether anyone else might face charges. Hussein's car was packed with luggage when he was stopped on a highway yesterday by police. Yeah, because he's getting the fuck out of there, right? Right. Uh, He said it was because Hussein felt unsafe and had left his home after getting threats. Oh, yeah, so...
1: Uh, how about you turn yourself over to the authorities if you have nothing yeah, you to hide from? You go through scumbag. the process. Fucking scumbag, man.
0: So, oh, who knows?
1: this is the best.
0: Yeah, did you hear about this? So, this is our last yeah. story of the night. As a woman was banned from flying with her emotional support squirrel. So, we've all heard of emotional support animal, animals on airways and stuff. I mean, I, I could see a cat maybe or a dog or. I, I, some of them are pushing it like a turtle.
1: It's all <laughs> pushing it. Every last, f- I, I, you guys love your, you love your pets, Chris. I know, of course. Close. I, I, lo- would- I love my cat, uh, licorice, and and you know my ex wife got the dog, motherfucker. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so I, I love and adorn, but really, come on, you, you, you're an adult. You need a, a fucking pet, let alone a squirrel. <laughs> like, are, are you getting your news on a CB that's been installed in your head by fucking aliens? It's like, come on.
0: She was flying from Orlando uh. to Cleveland Tuesday night. Frontier Airways says starting next month the company will only allow emotional support like cats s- and dogs
3: on its flight. I'd like to see the interaction with this squirrel. <laughs> oh. I know,
0: you know, I should it? have found a video. I'm sure, like, right? Like, she's sitting there. <laughs> How the fuck is she holding Did it? Did she put, like, mean, like, is it act like a, a, c- yeah, I
3: mean, act <laughs> like a cat? No, I mean, a, a did she put a cute
1: little like bomber helmet with the goggles on it? Yeah, I don't, he's I a flying squirrel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if he had that, not even know, dude. I'd let him in. The plane. This meeting.
1: is parachute. <laughs> it's like,
3: look, oh, ma'am, yeah. we can already tell you. he's in. If he's got the hat and the glasses, he's in. <laughs> why, why? Okay, I I get like the uh, you know. I'd let him in over a regular dog with nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get like the security guys are like uh, you know they got a, a, a triple digit income with a double digit IQ or a single digit. IQ in some <laughs> cases, but is there a point where somebody's trying to get a squirrel through that you just don't you don't look and go, yeah, this motherfucker might be crazy. Maybe we want to pre-screen them.
0: Yeah, right? Oh, well, boy. they're not going to allow any of that shit on their flights anymore. It says just cats and dogs, rodents, including squirrels, not allowed on frontier flights going forward. When she refused, this lady, when she refused to deplane, Orlando police were called and requested that everyone be deplaned so they could deal with the passengers. So imagine being on that flight. ...and having to get the fuck out of there because some lady with her yeah, emotional like support squirrel... Some
3: ...bitch got a damn squirrel in there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
2: what the yeah. fuck?
1: So, so some guy that's busting his ass oh off for trying his li- home, livelihood right? just made like, you know, he's on his way to go make a $2 million deal. He's got kids. He's going right, to send in yeah. college. And and trying this... to get home
0: to see his wife or something after a long business trip.
1: Fucking jackhole <laughs> who's already an asshole for showing up with a fucking squirrel... Now, oh they got to get everyone off the plane, that here's your tax dollars, going to work, paying for the police to come on, <laughs> just because you've got some emotional dysfunction to not get on a plane, sit down, shut up, order a freaking cocktail, and get your ass home. <laughs> it's like, win society? Holy shit. Alright, yeah. I'm done.
3: And, and most good. people get on a specific timed flight because they're on a time... St- Schedule, you know, you plan on being there at a certain right. time, so I'm sure people. Well, I know missed their appointments and got we late to oh, all because work of or whatever they needed to get to. Right. Well, and
1: Chris and I had big dealings in Monaco uh, earlier this year, <laughs> and when we, we had <laughs> oh, an yeah. asshole that held us up, just yeah, the same. Couldn't believe him. He had a, uh, caterpillars. It was caterpillars. Yeah. It's like who would have thought? Who would have thought? What the fuck, people? Caterpillars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on that note, have we a great so, weekend, guys. So worms. Check us out at thegaragerockshow.com every week and check us out tomorrow 105.7 FM, 1660 AM for our music episode featuring nothing but new tracks off the rock and Alternative specialty charts, 6 to 7 PM. And next week, we got our uh, Aftershock recap episode. Jason, I want to get you back in it with us uh, for the uh, uh, Aftershock recap. We'll go over some of our favorite tracks and uh, well, favorite artists and sets and experiences from Aftershock. Absolutely. And we'll talk about all that cool stuff and hopefully we'll get some interviews for you guys and all that Uh, so you can listen to it here. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Peace out. Bye-bye. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.